0: Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host Joe Zir Jr. and with me is my co-host Ryan Greening. How's it going tonight, Ryan?
1: Hey Joe, good to be back as always. How you doing?
0: Stress to the max, man. To the
1: maximum. Why is that?
0: Um, we're so our bunch RC related stuff. I've just found a broken steering post in my rack. So, I'm going to have to poach the parts off my carpet car. And then, you know, just general everyday life stuff. um, I'm getting more responsibilities at work. Right after Omaha, I'm going to have to go to Chicago for work to learn CAD systems.
1: Oh, right on. Congratulations. Thanks.
0: Yeah, um, we're going to have to put our pug down that we've had since before we had kids.
1: Oh, man. That's
0: going to be Thursday. It's I'm just, sorry to hear that. Nah, it, it happens, man. Dogs get old. It just doesn't get easy.
1: Absolutely not.
0: So, What's new in your life? We didn't record Sunday because uh, you were trying to stab people with the hockey skate.
1: <laughs> That's about all I'm good for. Slap shots and slashing necks. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, I've been getting back into hockey lately, trying to find some uh, fun alternatives to I was getting burnt out a little bit on swimming laps in the pool. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think now they will offset each other pretty well because I still want to go because I still want to be in the lifetime hot tub. that's like my main draw okay. to that place. okay so if if I, uh, if I swim and do a you know basically upper body cardio there because I don't I don't kick very hard with my legs nor do I like doing that when I swim. Yep. So I'll get my upper body workout in the pool and I'll get a lower body workout by having fun and playing hockey.
0: Yeah. I get my cardio from grappling and bicycling.
1: Yeah. And maybe maybe you'll wear a helmet and do some mountain biking this spring.
0: Nope, I'm going the other way. Damn it. I know I thought about it again and it's like you live in such
1: a neat area for it. There's three or four awesome systems within 20 minutes of you.
0: But there's also really good road trails, too.
1: Is that like an oxymoron?
0: <laughs> I get it, but I I don't want to become a hobby hoarder, okay?
1: Oh, yeah, it's, it's tough. I was actually talking to Kendall today. Kendall has been falling in love with bicycles the last few years. And he's got some friends that we know, Steve Nelson, yep, and Eric Swanson, yeah, who are either getting into mountain biking big, or maybe they've been big into mountain biking for a while now. But uh, I think Kendall's gonna join them, yeah, this summer. So we've been talking a lot about that. So I'm kind of on a mountain bike kick over here. But you you do what you want. You do what makes you happy. If you, I know you like wearing tight clothing, dude.
0: So the the. Like my jiu jitsu rash guard would be pretty similar to. It's. I would love you to will you bike. will need
1: padding for your your crotchal region. Yeah, I will say I'm that. sure.
0: I'm sure. I would love to mountain bike. I just like I said, I can't pick up another hobby.
1: Sure. It's another thing that's going to hurt you, too, yeah. well, inevitably.
0: Well, so can the road bike, because I'm not going to be riding that slow. I'm going to try to average 20 miles an hour with a top speed of 35.
1: Well, yeah, uh, 20 mile an hour average is definitely good for a what I would call a non-cyclist you well, know, at this point in your life.
0: I'm hitting so. a 16 mile an hour average on my 1997 Haro Mountain bike that is... <laughs> it doesn't have a derailleur for the front rings, so sure. I just set it in the middle gear, and I use a rear, really crappy, like I have to shift it a certain way, or I'm gonna drop the chain type thing.
1: Yeah, if you, I mean, if you go out and do a, a 20 mile an hour average for two hours or more, yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be killing it on on calories and workload and I all do, that stuff. Yeah, I do it for about 40 minutes. Well. Any little bit helps. It does,
0: because um, I I try to get in that in between ten and fifteen mile range seems to be sure. okay. But anyways, enough about
1: yeah. Non-art. Enough about working out. We have a show that is not related to that whatsoever. It's I actually have, I have another show about that. Yeah,
0: I have another show about that called Cauliflower <laughs> Ear Podcast. Check that out on Stitcher and iTunes. But we'll talk about that in a bit.
1: Yeah, it's the, it's the Ran Out of Talent MMA podcast, folks. Yeah. Check it out.
0: I wish. No. Well, that that's what I originally wanted to do with this podcast, do like half RC and half MMA. Sure. And I'm glad people kind of talked me out of it. They're like, dude, no one's going to care about MMA or RC. They're going to tune in for one or the other.
1: That makes two of us. We can combine some stuff. You know, I think... I think RC, and especially since we're mainly geared towards off-road, you know, that speaks to some people that are into motorsports and stuff like that, but that the MMA crowd is definitely a totally different discipline.
0: Yeah, it is, for sure. Um, but, hey, we got a sponsor this week.
1: We got a
2: sponsor!
0: <laughs> this... The company is a proud supporter of small businesses, the industry on a global scale, and proudly sponsors this very podcast. Donathan RC is a small business that manufactures the most custom and durable charging products in the industry. Their products are handcrafted to order right here in the USA to ensure you get exactly what you want. GRC is known for their superior charging cables. They offer a variety of options not available anywhere else. Their charge leads feature insane strand count per copper wire over one quadrillion. They're up to a quadrillion customization options.
1: Quadrillion, folks.
0: Quadrillion. Customized heat shrink in nine different colors. Dude, that's a great deal. I got Jackie a charging cable that said Jackie on the heat shrink. She loves it. Beauty. Um, A seven-pin 6S balance connector housings for balance and charge leads. That's new for 2020. Intuitive designed products that are super easy to use one to six foot charging leads 20 plus sheathing colors 20 plus connectors high amp connectors and wire they also have unique charging products such as synchronous charge leads inline discharge and charge leads multi-cell charge leads and discharge leads they proudly boast that no one has ever broken wolf style charge lead in the two years they have been offering them and i've been using them folks and i haven't broken one yet i mean come on <laughs> besides, you're hard on stuff yeah
1: involuntarily
0: yeah besides charge leads drc offers a variety of other products lipo safes heated lipo safes power supply cables phone charge leads aluminum steel and tungsten screws Connector wire, custom heat shrink, sensor wires, and many more items by visiting their website, donathanrc.com. All of their items are available to the Ran out of Talent listeners at a 10% discount on orders, $25 or more. Simply enter coupon code TALENT before checking out. DRC also has a Facebook page, RC Products, and Instagram page, RC. They encourage anyone who has any questions to reach out to them via social media. Again, that uh, coupon code is TALENT. Also, they're giving away a charging lead here pretty quick again. They do that every time they get a couple hundred more page likes on Facebook. They give away a charging lead of that person's choice.
1: Right on. Well, shout out to Zach Donathan and Donathan RC Products, and thanks for jumping on board and yep. staying on board.
0: Yes, thank you, Zach. All right. We had a busy RC week, week and a half, two weeks since we've been on. Uh, the you did. I, I
1: didn't do anything with RC.
0: So... Do you want to talk locally, or do you want to talk nationally fo- first?
1: No, let's hit the big stuff. We had a, you know, basically the, the Super Bowl of Nitro RC went down
0: oh. while we were away.
1: Kind of. Don't get what me wrong. What do you wrong. mean kind of? That's, I mean, th- that is, the draw is very close to a world's. I think oh. it's closer than any other draw out there.
0: For sure. Viewership on Live RC. Um, no, I'm just talking about um, nitro
1: RC drivers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. DNC. Well, I'll name me, name me name me a bigger. Ra- I'm hearing some hesitation in your voice. So name me a bigger race. Uh, entry-wise, there are bigger races. I don't. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about world-class drivers.
0: Oh, yes. you know there there is no bigger race besides the worlds. So you're right about that. There were only, like, two big European racers that were missing. Otherwise, all the European and American drivers that are fast were there.
1: Yeah, super stacked field.
0: It was. um, The DNC is held out on some fairgrounds in the city of, uh, is it Ferris, Paris, California? Something like that.
1: It's probably Paris, because I thought I remembered it being on the property of an old motocross track, which I believe Paris is now a defunct motocross track, but it used to be super, super popular.
0: Yeah. Um, I I have a couple issues with this. Let's hear them. Okay, first let's go for bang for your buck. Whose buck? For the average racer's buck. Okay. Because, you know, you get the pros, which is really cool. But you spend $90 per entry. No second entry discount, which is okay. But this is what you get. You get three five-minute seating practice rounds. You get three six-minute qualifying rounds with no warm-up laps. The second you put your car down you're on the clock and then you have the mains so whatever you get for main times so let's just say take away your because every I, I can't say everybody I, I'd say at least half the field is not from California wouldn't you agree
1: sure I have absolutely zero facts to back that up but I'll jump on board
0: it's a safe bet I would say more but half is a safe bet So you get a. So that would kind of be okay if you built a consistent track. And you here's where you and I disagree. You thought that much blowout was awesome, which some people do. Eh, I never said that. Yeah, you never said that exactly, but it didn't. Continue with your thoughts,
1: and then I'll give you mine.
0: Well. The way I look at it is, if you're going to have that little bit of track time, you need to make it consistent for your average Joe racer. The majority, including your lower-level pros, cannot keep up with that much of a changing track without warm-up laps, etc.
1: That Wait, they track, don't do nitro warm-up? Huh? They don't do nitro no. warm
0: up? No. The second you drop, you're on the clock. You're kidding me. No. Is that unique? That's pretty well, that's what you have to do. When you don't cap entries, when you're so when you're making fifty let, let me do the math. I think it was fifty four thousand one hundred and eighty dollars. Cause he had six hundred and two entries. So let me get the calculator out. Six oh two times ninety. Fifty four thousand one hundred and eighty dollars. Okay.
1: Well that's just entries too. That's that says nothing about money sponsors.
0: Right. Right? Yep. You're right there. That says nothing about the money sponsors. So just an entry, you have fifty four thousand bucks. So you gotta get those people through and you gotta run at night. you you, you saw the pros with their night bodies. Yeah. Which, I think it's kind of cool how they run at night. All that. But, dude, that track. So, do you remember two, three years back when the MNRC had a race in the horse Barn up in Duluth because it rained so much?
1: Yep. I didn't make it, but I remember it well.
0: Yep. Do you remember the shit that caused?
1: Uh, You mean, like, people being butthurt about it? Yeah. See, I... I don't know that I can really identify with it because
0: I, I might have been the, pe- a little- the people that I'm
1: friends with, yeah. like, say, Trevor Johnson, Well, he's like, dude, that's the most fun I've had at an MNRC in a long, long time.
0: Trevor had a blast. Other people, n- not so much.
1: See, I wish I was there just to race the stock buggy class. I, had I a heard bl- it was just a
0: hoot. Dude, I had a blast there. But, okay, it got so blown out. So many people were mad. I'd say that got blown out about a third as much as a DNC.
1: See, I I just... I I don't sympathize with that type of thing because it's like you don't... When you choose to go to a race, it's not your race. You don't get to choose the terrain that you're racing on. Right,
0: but you can choose to go to the race or not go to the race. This is what he does consistently. Right. I So hear-
1: the people that complain about Joey stuff every year, it's like, why don't you put your money up? Why don't you go do like one that I think looks amazing, and especially for people that like a track that holds together better? You ever thought about doing the Southern Nationals? Not the Southern Indoor Championship. No, I know
0: what you're talking but, about. Is the Southern Nationals, is that uh, held by the same people that do uh, Psycho Nitro Blast?
1: I don't know if it's them or not, but what I do know is the track layout is usually really impressive. It's big, rolling obstacles. Yeah. And and the dirt looks like it usually holds together really well. 51.50 did a video on it a few years back. And it just, I mean, it it looked like the most fun I had ever seen in RC. So if I was going to spend money to travel, which I, I don't, but if I was, I would spend it on a race like that because that's the type of thing I would want now if I wanted to rub shoulders with Ryan Mayfield and I wanted you know that experience then I would do the dirt nitro challenge you know what I mean you, you gotta think about what you want out of your dollar because I feel like there's enough of a pattern with the Joey races where you know what you're gonna get and you know what you're not gonna get
0: So, there's all. So, for the DNC last year, in Silver State last year, there were excuses why the track blew out. So, this is why. I don't know if he's doing some of this intentionally or not.
1: I've literally never seen one that wasn't rough.
0: Neither have I. But it's like Silver State in Las Vegas. Dude, that was a horrible representation of RC. I talked to people who were there and they got sick um people would come in from the casino take one look at that disaster of what was going on at silver state and just walk away in disgust
2: yeah
0: i mean so here's where i have issues he could build a speakeasy in one of those containers shipping containers okay you could spend the money on that. It was a speakeasy with a bar and a window to where you could have a perfect view of the races. But you can't spend $400 on calcium. Calcium's not calcium would have helped so much. Not even calcium. Let's say calcium's not legal in California. I don't know if it is or not. Some it could be considered a harmful chemical possibly. I don't know.
1: You could I think th- in, until people start voting with their wallets, Joey's probably not going to change his formula because it's working for somebody. It, it, entries it's, are going down. For him.
0: Entries are going down every year. They, I think they were in the seven hundreds in twenty eighteen. I want to uh, say he probably tw- wanted to shoot
1: himself in the face when they were that high.
0: No, he doesn't care. He's not running it. He's not running the show. He builds the track and this is from what I've heard. He built, cause I mean, he hires a race director, which is awesome. I believe he hired Babcock, which he gets the show done. I'm not a fan of his announcing style, but he does an efficient job. Um, but yeah, he hires people. He hires a track crew to do the maintenance after every round. Believe it or not, there was maintenance done. Um, I guess it was just dusty hell. And I I, I just don't like that he spent so much time and effort on... Take away the money fact. He spent so much time and effort on a speakeasy, but not the track.
1: How much money do you think he made in that speakeasy? Uh,
0: Probably not a lot, man. Are you sure? I'm not sure. RC
1: drivers love alcohol.
0: Yeah. You've seen it. It was very exclusive from what I heard. Your average racer couldn't get in it. But I don't it's not Man, you have all the good racers there. You have a dude, the layout was pretty good. It was held right. a Marshall, but the layout was pretty good. But it just blew apart and and I'm not hearing a lot of, you know, you won't hear a pro say, man, this sucked or whatever, but I'm not hearing a lot of good from your non-pro drivers. Facebook was just filled with like, why do we do this? Why? You shouldn't feel that after a race. But I may be out of line, but I don't think I am. I mean, think about this. How much do you think it costs to go to that race? Let's say you fly from Minnesota. Do you think it's like a $2,000 race? Um,
1: uh, that's probably on the low end. Yeah.
0: That's pro- yeah. Think about it. Tires. All the different tires you have to have because you don't know what kind of track you're going on next round.
1: Yep. Or the ones that you need to buy off of trackside support. Yeah. When you get there. Yep.
0: Everything in California, hotels, all that, are more expensive. Rental car, airline,
1: yeah. Yep. It, it's a damn. Shame. It's, it's a good. It's a good ballpark. That is a. That is a lot of money for. What I would consider not really a vacation. Yeah. You know, it's not like a vacation for your family. You're. Yeah. You're deciding to do that in lieu of, you know, something else that you could do.
0: And, like, I talked to, or I actually watched Jeremy Oldham's Facebook page, and he was, he took his family on a vacation, like, during the rain delay, or they went somewhere, I think, before and somewhere after, and they went to Vegas. Now you're talking.
1: Now that's that's something I can get behind. Yeah,
0: they vacationed around the race type deal.
1: But, uh. Well, what did they think? You know, they're. They're not heavily sponsored. They're they're a relatively objective family to go RC racing. Did you did you happen to notice you know what kind of time they were having or?
0: Um, it wasn't positive.
1: No. Yep. Um, when he chimed in when our Facebook, your Facebook page, was uh, pinging off with questions for this show was he on the the positive side or the negative side of dnc Um, when we were talking about the track matt wood got something going about the track
0: yeah and, and you know i don't agree with matt on much but i do agree with him on this yeah dude i mean i get it it's tracks can have character they don't need to be billiard smooth but they don't need to look like Jimmers circa two thousand six. Minnesota guys will know that, but
1: oh god, it's so funny that you know I was not there. I've never seen a picture of it. Did you see the video? My, my family was in the same snowmobile club as Jimmer. Oh. And Jimmer and Doc, you you guys knew him as Magic Magic Mark. Yeah. I think Jimmer and Doc were really good friends with my stepdad. Yeah. So those guys came over a lot for beers. Throughout the year, and uh, I can just <laughs> just by picturing Jimmer, I can picture his track.
0: Bro, I, I gotta <laughs> send you a video after this.
1: Uh, I wish he remembered who I was. You know, when when Doc was still alive, I was still fairly young. You know, so I didn't I didn't bug those guys too much. But I saw Jimmer at the the Duluth Snowcross a few years back, and I, I was just, I was so excited to see him just because it brought back memories of Doc, and I have some really positive memories of Mark. He used to come to my, my motocross races and all that stuff way back, so isn't it funny like, how we have connections like that that are RC related, but they go back from, you know, totally different walks of life?
0: It is. It is weird, but you know, back before minnesota became a overpopulated state back when we were kids when there's about three million people living in the state or no it's six million excuse me dude it wasn't hard to there's been a bunch like my buddy jason chenard i went to high school with him and raced bmx all of a sudden
1: he's racing rc cars I had no idea you guys went that far back. That's cool.
0: Dude, we both had uh, the white-powdered Robinson Pro teams. <laughs> so, Jeremy Oldham's comment was the layout was awesome. I agree with it. Maintenance was very lacking, which I agree with. And the track had a few features I'd like to see locally. I agree with that also.
1: It's Okay. So, um... I guess. I guess. Um, at first, my gut reaction to to Matt Wood's comment was, um, first of all, initially, like I didn't watch very much of the DNC. So what I have in my mind is the first pictures that I saw of the layout. Always. And I was like, "Holy crap, that looks like fun."
0: First pictures were beautiful. And,
1: and to be honest, some of the when you're watching the pros they can make it look pretty decent.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I watched I watched the e-buggy final, I watched a little bit of the truggy main, I watched a little bit of the nitro buggy main, and they were making it look probably better than it was for the majority of the customers. So I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. I will concede, but I still stand firm that <clears throat> people should have a pretty good idea of what they're going to get when they go to a dirt race the dirt
0: yep Ooh, are you there still yeah i'm here okay i was getting a buzz and i moved a connector and all of a sudden it went
1: quiet sorry no i agree with the the buzz might have been me crashing my model airplane that i'm playing with right (laughs) here
0: i got you um so yeah you're right though the dirt at least the past couple years he's been known for what he's been doing and i think the rc community needs to show their support with their dollar i mean you might not go to a race with so many european pros but the pros are racing every weekend you can go to a non-dirt event and race with good pros any weekend sure there's a million and one races you can go to
1: yep yeah, there's a there's a bunch of reasons that if I was into big races, I would want to go to that race. Um, yeah, the, w- the track over the course of the weekend would not be one of them. I, I miss going to California. I used to go there for Fox quite a bit. Yeah. And so I got to I got to surf several times a year. And oh, you know what I noticed? What I haven't had my microphone Dude, by my mouth yeah, this entire time. You're you're right. You've been kind of. Uh... <laughs> amateur hour it only Jesus. took you 28 minutes
0: and 30 seconds
1: yeah well nobody gives a shit what i'm saying anyway no, they so they do they do <laughs> like uh, even, let's talk about what actually happened we we've talked about yeah, you know the track the maintenance all that crap the speakeasy which take it or leave yeah, it that joey's me off joey's anything. neckerchiefs yeah. we talked about it all
0: the, the speakeasy turned me off more than anything why would you make something so exclusive
1: I didn't realize it was an exclusive type thing. I just figured, like, and oh, then, yeah, a bar at an RC race, And, again, Duh. this is what
0: I heard. That would crush. This, this is what I heard was not everyone was welcome, but I could be wrong.
1: You put a tiki bar out at Rick's Hobby Farm, and 80% of the people that attend the race will have to call a cab
0: Oh, yeah, after. for sure. For sure. I mean, 80% of the people that race there should call a cab afterwards just from their cooler. <laughs> yeah no
1: doubt so yeah um but hey regionally we had some stuff to be excited about with dnc because our own local boy seth van dalen tq's nitro buggy
0: dude he's he turned it on but um i was actually more impressed with his truck because well
1: i mean that was the more impressive main event performance, performance um, is what i want to say the,
0: the, the tq is the most impressive but i'm saying main performance is most is, is the truck
1: and I, I, i'll actually walk you back on that i will say i was more impressed with his truggy drive than i was the nitro buggy tq but that's just based on how the main went for him right you, you know at at the time when he tq'd nitro buggy you know i'm I was very excited for him. He's, he's ticking off these boxes one at a time, you know, kind of adding to his toolbox as a racer and, you know, trying to make a name for himself. The thing that he does need to do now though, is to make good yeah. on a performance like that. So hopefully next, hopefully you learn some stuff. And I don't know the <clears throat> the logistics of what happened because on video and I haven't talked to Seth or Sean or anybody about the main on video. I can't tell what happened in that second turn. Yep. That led to his first crash, and I also can't tell what happened at the end of the first lap on his second crash because the the camera angle just wasn't wasn't ex- <coughs> excuse me got a frog in my throat. The camera angle just wasn't exactly where I needed it to be. To, to actually critique what happened. You know, I know he got collected in two incidents on the first lap, dropped him down to eighth place, and then, you know, the rest of it didn't go that great from there. But holy cow, that Truggy final.
0: He worked his way from the back up to fifth.
1: Bumps into it from the B yes. and goes all the way to fifth place. That's and, super impressive. And, and we've seen him, and you more than I have seen him race Truggy locally, and he's a pleasure to watch with Truggy.
0: Um, I think he only raced it once or maybe once in the MRRC last year because he's focusing on Nitro Buggy and E-Buggy. So I think he only raced Well, that
1: and, like, for the rest of us, it was getting to be not all that much fun to watch him in the Truggy class because he, he gets Truggy. He understands how much further he can push it oh, yeah. with his driving. Right what he can and can't get away with. He is just a blast. He, I mean, he's fun to watch no matter what he's driving. I mean, you're, you can talk two wheel drive buggy, four wheel drive buggy, nitro buggy, e-buggy, whatever. But I, I think it's the most fun to watch him drive a truggy. For sure.
0: Um, I think yep. it's just a matter of time before he puts it together, gets a TQ and a podium or not even a podium, a win in nitro buggy.
1: It Yep, be super cool. He he definitely needs to do it now that he's you know showing the potential for for qualifying speed. The so the next piece of the puzzle is to convert.
0: He TQ'd I believe at SIC. Was that where LCTQ'd?
1: I I can't confirm that. It was, or deny it.
0: It was a big race, like two or three weeks before the DNC. But anyways, the DNC put all eyes on him because the amount of pros that were there yeah I mean, it was that was his most impressive tq so far and his buggy yep. driving was really good his e-buggy was pretty solid
1: um yep all all around he's you know he's doing the things that the people that get, get to see him race local locally we always you know get to contemplate like man you know what would so- are you there? Ryan. I'm gonna
0: call him back. Oh. And we're back. <laughs> Ryan's internet took a dump.
1: I'm surprised yeah. mine hasn't yet. Um, totally off. That hasn't happened in a long, long time. Yeah. Anyway, but, um yeah, next piece of the puzzle for Seth. He's he's gotta convert on on a qualifying effort like that.
0: Right, right. Um, A couple other local guys made it down the Oldham family, and, you know, they had a rough go of it, but it was their first big race. I think Jordan, he's just starting to become fast. And, um, well, I've watched him race at the 510, and he's one of those kids that is um, going 150% All the time. (laughs) Yep. It's like he puts in these amazing laps. He's
1: he's developing his skills right now. He is not necessarily working on consistency. Right, right. But he is gaining speed at the moment.
0: He is, and it's fun to watch. Because he went from a sportsman driver to competing for 13.5 buggy wins at the 510.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's doing well.
0: Yep. Um, Other DNC notes I had was, Rhonda Drake was running intermediate I don't know I don't hate it. It's not like she cleaned up totally
1: well see
0: it was just
1: weird she usu- well she usually runs the she usually runs the open class yeah there there was no open class at this event and I think intermediate fit what she normally runs.
0: Right, right. No, you're right. So, um,
1: so what was is it? Was this a personal take for you, or did you see that people were were butt about it, or what?
0: Well, no, I I've just seen Rhonda race against Adam <laughs> like locally here, and she's not too far off of Adam. Eh,
1: not too far. She was. She's a couple. She's a couple three seconds a lap off of Adam. I think. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, when they at least when they race together on a national stage, like in the forty-plus class, right, right, he's usually a good few seconds to laugh faster than her, and to me, that puts you in the open division. And she's not, she's not going out and open and absolutely crushing people. She wins sometimes, yep, but she's not making anybody look bad. I, I don't, no. I don't know. For me, for me, I'm fine with it.
0: Yeah, you know, I also forgot there wasn't an open, but yeah, sure. Um, speaking of the 40... I gotcha.
1: Chalk one up for the good guys, folks. Team Ryan. Which We're winning this podcast. Huh? I said we're winning this podcast. Team Ryan. Ryan versus Joe. I know, I know.
0: Um, but speaking of the 40 plus class, Adam Drake found a little loophole on the very, very low runtime you got. And he ran 40 plus also. And that just gave him that little extra track time. He was somewhere in the top five, I believe, in pro nitro buggy, which is very impressive. Yeah, Yeah. good for him. He put in the extra track. He found the loophole for extra track time, which you cannot fault him one bit for. Anybody, anyone else in that A-Main pro buggy would have done the same exact thing if they were 40.
1: Oh, for sure, and and he or whoever pays his entries, they paid the money. So, yep. I mean,
0: it's part of the fifty-four thousand one hundred eighty dollars. <laughs> bet after this, I'm gonna get a PM'd Well, this many entries were comp. You know, I don't give a shit. It's fifty-four thousand one hundred eighty dollars worth of entries.
1: Yeah, and and then you're like sponsors. we said before, plenty of sponsor money too. So I'd say,
0: I let's say he takes away half, but let's I bet you there is seventy thousand plus dollars. I don't know how.
1: Yeah, which I mean, I don't know how much is actually going into his pocket with you know all the people you got to pay and. Let's say half. What none? It's it's gotta it's gotta take a lot to put on an event of that scale yeah but it, we're, we're back we're getting stuck back on I that know, again I let's know, get know, out of there
0: um team associates got new parts on their a scale
1: and dakota we, had we a- actually didn't we didn't even talk about who won the race
0: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> mr empty threat won. empty threat yeah, Ryan Mayfield, Mister Punch him in the throat, empty threat, Mayfield.
1: Oh, what's this now?
0: Uh, I he was Barufalo was being a hack that Barufalo is, because he's aggressive and he's a hack.
1: So Mayfield was he the guy in RCGP that everybody was having problems with, or was that Canass? Yep,
0: and ah, uh, both of them, I believe. Okay. And then, hey, um, it's cat time. Yeah. Oh, you missed. She was already up here once. <laughs> but so Barufalo, a couple years ago, he tq DNC and people, that's where Gyrogate came from. But guess okay. what? It turns out he's really good. But guess what? It turns <laughs> right. out he has no etiquette when it comes to racing. He's a damn hack. Yeah. So you get Mayfield split in the crowd saying he's going to punch him in the throat. I'll say this. Ryan Mayfield is one of the best, if not the best, at wheeling an RC car. He's really good at growing bad facial hair. But, dude, (laughs) slow your roll on who you're going to punch and what you're going to do. Because guess what? Even if you were going to try to catch an assault charge, it wouldn't go good for you. I, where do you train? Do you even go anywhere and train? It's not like you can just go up and punch somebody. You're going to fail miserably. Anyways, that's just a take I have because a couple of years ago I actually learned how to punch and I learned out how wrong
1: everything else has been. You you know what I mean? To really punch. well, I don't know what you mean because I don't know how to punch. But what I do know is I don't mess with Italians. Because while you not you may not be scared of him, you damn well might be scared of his uncle. Yeah. Or his uncle's buddy, or whatever other scary person he might know. Yeah. But don't fuck with Italians. Come on now. I know. But, but yeah, that guy is. Unbelievably frustrating to watch drive it is. Oh, he's a douchebag. Just bag. disgusting. Beruflo's a douchebag.
0: Yeah. But you know what? He's out there for him. If you're going to be a pro RC racer, you kind of can't fault him for being out there for him. But you, he's not going to get any.
1: I don't know, man, because there are a lot of unbelievably successful RC racers that are super clean. With one another, sure, and have amazing etiquette. There's and they're world champions, and he's not.
0: There's also world champions out there that don't have etiquette. I believe Barufalo is a world champion. In what? Ten scale four wheel. Really? Yeah, I believe two times. From how long ago? Uh, this year. No. Or,
1: yeah, this year and no, that was 2020- Bruno Coelho. Oh, you that, that was Quelo. Was it Quelo and you're thinking of another? You're thinking of another hack.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of the um of the course cutter.
1: No, the course anyways, cutter, the hack, the everything. This, this is going J-Q's in a negative that, direction. I don't know if he still calls him CTO, <laughs> but the the Quelo takeout. Yeah, I always thought that was a funny take because that guy's super fucking dirty too.
0: He is, but. I don't know, man. He's an x-ray driver. What do you expect? Nah, no, I'm kidding. Not all... No, I'm, I shouldn't even say that. That's too negative.
1: Dude, I'm just... It's all right to have a bold take once in a while. You need... If, you're, if your DMs are slowing down, you just got to throw a couple bold takes out there.
0: I want to say they're both... I mean, Mayfield is a douchebag for making an empty threat, and Barufalo himself is just a douchebag.
1: Okay. So now we've spent like 10 minutes on Mayfield, but he wasn't the really the star of the event. Yes, he did win Truggy. He's a fantastic Truggy driver. Oh, yeah. David Ronafolk doubles up.
0: The Viking. Wins
1: Buggy for the second time, and E-Buggy. I don't know how many times he's won E-Buggy before, but I know he is a previous DNC nitro buggy champion so yep you regain that title good for him
0: as as you know i listen to the no name rc podcast i listen to the extra lap and all that stuff and i believe the last big win he had was 2018 is what
1: they came up with at the dirt nitro challenge might have been okay because yeah, he was the 16 world champion, right?
0: Yes. But it's like he's had issues that weren't all his fault, like just dumb mechanical
1: failures, all that. Well, yeah. Who hasn't? How many? How many worlds has Mayfield lost that? Oh, were right, right. You know, little yeah. deals like that. I know. But, but
0: yeah, good for him.
1: Yeah. And uh I think we can move on from the Dirt Nitro Challenge now.
0: Yeah, I've had enough of it. I don't know. I hope they either make it better or they decide to support another race.
1: So So congrats to our locals that went out there. Yeah. Hope yeah. you had fun. Uh, I hope I hope Seth had some time to actually enjoy you know what was going on. I hope so too. So, um I of- doubt it though because I'm sure they had their hands full with three classes and mm-hmm. you know logistics and traveling out to California and mm-hmm. making their cars better and yeah, work, yeah. working on uh, working on that techno. Yep. Should we go local? We before we go too local. Okay. We've got uh, some of our locals went to the chi Town Shootout. Right. Um, what did that used did to be Joe called?
0: It was they had
1: a different they had a different name for it when it was at Leisure Hours. Yeah, I feel like maybe not, maybe not. I might be wrong about that. Anyway, um, the guys from Leisure Hours they're at Impact RC Raceway now. Yep, I think it's a little bit smaller venue. I think it's closer to the track side size. So Trackside in Brookfield, Wisconsin, which is a really popular 10th-scale indoor clay track. Impact RC is kind of the sister track to that now down in uh, the suburbs of Chicago. Yep. Those two groups are really good about going to each other's races. That's really good. They they have races that bounce off of each other, you know, us versus them type stuff. Yep. So. Chi-Town shootout, Kyle Holmberg went to that one, and he got on the podium in one of the classes, uh, 13-5 Stock Wheeler. He ended up second to Andrew Knapp in that one. And I actually can't move between any of the results anymore because I did lose my internet at some point in the show. So all I have for all the results is going to be the one page that it was on before my internet went out. Were you
0: looking at overall results? Let me look here. Um, Kyle Holmberg did make
1: all the mains. He was in. Yeah. He yeah. Good for him for that. I think he finished seventh in two wheel drive mod. Yeah. Um, I
0: believe Joe Scaramell made the A and forty plus. All right. So Joe Stock Wheeler, Caden Fuller won. Andrew Knapp took second. Kyle Holmberg third.
1: Yep, um, all super fast dudes. Yeah,
0: 17.5, two-wheel well, buggy.
1: he's a kid, I don't know if he's so much a dude, but. Yeah,
0: he took, Kyle took six in 17.5. Uh, um, modified, he took seventh.
1: Cool, he's running modified.
0: And I'm looking for
1: four. Well, points. he's, to us, he's a modified driver.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: You know, when, when we actually used to race modified in this state, yep. it was guys like Kyle that were showing off towards the front of the pack.
0: Right, right. And in. Um, I
1: miss those days. Yep.
0: And in 40 plus two wheel drive modified, Joe Scaramel qualified fifth and took ninth.
1: Nice. So, yeah. Do you remember just like three, four years ago? 13.5 Wheeler wasn't even a thing. Dude, it was so offensive. the only people that drove Wheeler were mod Wheeler drivers.
0: Or guys like me that replaced arms every other run.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I had one for practicing. I never really entered it in the races because those guys were on such a different level that I didn't want to get out there and ruin their race and ruin my race at the same time. Right. But I, I still... There's just something that I do not like about that 13.5 wheeler class. I, I don't like the way they drive. I don't like the way they race. I really miss having a modified wheeler. And I had one at the end of last year. I, yeah. I tossed a mod into the techno that I had at the time. And I had a ball battling with Connor Ehlers with that thing. And I've never had... Anywhere near that kind of fun with a 13.5 in one of them cars.
0: Well, the reason they went to 13.5, I I, I get it, because 13.5, you just brake less.
1: Well, sure, you brake less, but you spend $400 more on a souped-up motor, which is kind of an oxymoron because it's a slower motor than what you would get for $35 in the mod turn range
0: right right you got to
1: have a killer battery you have to have cut down parts you have to have that wheeler class sucks sure. to be honest with you yeah, you got to have the super slick bearings it's just a more expensive stock buggy that's easier to drive that's my hot take on thirteen five wheeler
0: yeah you're not wrong i've never ran a thirteen five wheeler so i don't i' I've, oh, I've ran a couple good for you. Pe- I've ran a couple people, like done practice laps and they weren't set up to my liking, so I couldn't even get good laps in um what else? oh, dollar hobbies a couple weeks ago at their trophy race they allowed sXt and guess what? yeah, that made me so happy. Good. Tell us why. What it did was, so before I run Proline, Prism 2.0 Z3 on the rear, and Prism z 3s on the front. There's only the one Z3 for the front, or the one Prism, I should say. And after seven runs, there would still be like 70% tread left on the tire, but they didn't work. They were garbage because they went totally numb. Like, they push like mad. They were half second to six tenths slower. Uh, There were guys running Jaycon Nessies that were fast, but they were getting less, um, less amount of runs than I was getting. They were getting like three or four with the Nessies. They allowed sauce. I did not put a new tire on my car. I don't need, I could get another week out of these and I have two full race week, race days on them with practices in between each run, okay? Oh, cool. I had to glue the front lower bead of my sidewall on my front tire. There was so much grip. <laughs> but also, so take away the less tire wear. One thing, Dollar did a really good job on their layout. They didn't have any jumps that were running. Like, they've had jumps there because their learning is like running into a brick wall. All the launches were smooth. I was impressed. It was a fun little layout. They're doing off-road again this week, but I think I'm done with carpet for until um, 510 does AstroTurf. Oh, yeah? Well, just because we're sp- spending all that money to go to Omaha in April, I mean, I really can't mess around on the carpet. Plus, right I'm on. missing a couple weeks of races because the 14th I have a grappling tournament, and the 21st I'm announcing races at uh, the Minnesota State Champs in Duluth.
1: Nice. Where uh, where are you going racing this weekend?
0: I'm going to go to the 510 cool. And I think that's just where I'm going to stick around. I really do. Um the t- I really like the toy box's new layout. Yep. T- track is just a little inconsistent lately and I don't know why and it doesn't appear to be getting better to me. Like okay. Here's a good example. The front half of the track like the driver's stand half my truck pulls wheelies and I have so much grip (laughs) and I traction roll the back half of the track the truck is super super loose and skatey and sketchy it's like two different tracks it's hard to dial in a vehicle and from Hmm. what I understand that's so, I talked to one of the people who run there and who helps out with the track. They said, "Well, when it warms up, the moisture comes up, and it makes it a little slick." Well, with the five ten, when it gets warmer out, the track gets better. So, yep. I think yep, I'm at that's the f- true. I think with ten scale, I'm at the five ten until fall. Cool. So, and they're converting. Hopefully,
1: over the- hopefully more people follow your lead because. They, It's been a lot of impromptu open practice days on Saturdays.
0: They race last Saturday. Lately.
1: They, yeah, they did club race last Saturday, and it's been a rarity this winter, I think because there are just so many options. But um, it's a shame. I think people are loving the current layout that's at the 510. Yeah. And uh, it, it helps when... When families like uh, the Henses show up, and there's three of them.
0: Yeah, for that sure. That helps quite a bit. Senior win. There's a bunch of people. I mean, it was... I don't know. I, I, I think people should... Man, I, I think people should just race where they want to race, and I'm going to be at the for sure. And when they convert to AstroTurf, because today on Facebook, Shamrock finally announced that shamrock's not happening anymore okay it's super sad that's a man.
1: bummer it is that was that was an awesome place it is that, it was an awesome indoor it was an awesome outdoor you know the indoors go on way back you yeah. know several years i never went to the indoor but that was pretty darn cool too yeah. Oh, I, I just watched the video and it looked
0: awesome yeah for sure and john shore and Corey and all those guys put it a hell of a lot of Awesome work over the years. I'm sad to see it go, but I understand why. And the 510 is going to be picking up the slack where everybody else is, you know, you're either carpet or clay. I'm an Astro fan, man. I really am because your car isn't as locked down as it is on carpet, but it's a little more locked down than on clay.
1: 510 is doing green Astro yes um, the
0: schedule okay. came out I should right look, I should look that up really quick here because it's in my gallery because I posted it on my Instagram
1: while you're doing that uh, we mentioned said club race this yep. last weekend at the 510 and I mentioned the Hins family and coincidentally the Hins family covered the podium in stock two-wheel drive buggy Caden Hins Took the win there. His brother Alec Hins in second. And father, crew chief and all-around cheerleader for the Hins family in general, finished third. Uh, Chris Martin, proprietor of the 5'10", finishes fourth. And Joe Zare Sr., who has the unfortunate pleasure of being your father, finished fifth.
0: Yeah. um, Senior's working on his buggy to get it ready for Clay for the race, uh, spring champs in Omaha. Right on. Um, Chris is doing the king of the, which buggy is he
1: racing on clay these days? What was that? Sorry. Which buggy is he racing on clay these days? B six one.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, so I have the, it's called the king of the turf series. Um, the first race is going to be May 9th. It looks like he's doing about every other week. Then it's like May twenty third, June thirteenth, June twenty seventh, July fourth. Ooh, Fourth of July! Uh, I want oh God. That'd be
1: a fun yeah, one. Yeah, that I, I remember seeing that. Now that's bold. I might, dude. I'm not a drinker. I'm race on the Fourth of July. That is bold. I'm not a drinker. I'm not a partier anymore. I used to. You be might not be, but RC racers are. You're
0: right. But you know what? I I might have. To, I'm gonna have to support that one for sure because it'd be cool. I think it'd always be cool to have a holiday
1: race. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Well, it, maybe do it a little bit later so people can still get to parades and whatnot. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm. Sh- well, got it. You gotta see a float and get some candy at the Fourth of July parade, Joe. You do, but.
0: I, I'm really excited to and see... And that's,
1: that's not to take anything away from the 510 because right. I am going to drive my cars there this weekend.
0: Sweet. So am I. If I can
1: get my B6 It'll be, fixed. My, it might be Friday for me. For me... So, we'll it's
0: going to be Saturday, but I have to go from Foley all the way down to Austin to watch a teammate fight. So I'm going to have a hard okay. up time eventually. I don't know what time exactly, but Right on. Uh, it's. I'm gonna go there. Hopefully, race. Pr- but I'll sit and run packs if I have to. I mean, God, what else do I have? I had. So I'm. I'm s- just scatterbrain, man. I'm still bummed out about I, something.
1: Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I can't give you Dollar Hobbies trophy race results because when my internet quit, I was on their main page. Just uh, wanting to click in to those. But um, I think what I didn't mention, you know, I mentioned his name earlier, Kendall Welch. The MMR had their big MMR challenge, which had a couple classes that were Can-Am classes, which are, you know, people are excited about those when they go to a little bit bigger regional race, when they know that they're going to be on par, at least in the motor game. Right. And the cream the cream still rose to the top. John Wida won that stock twelfth skill FTM class. Yep. Uh, and in Sedan, Kendall Welch took the Sedan A main victory with his Awesomeatics. Nice. That he's been he's been having fun with that ever since uh, Associated discontinued their on road line. Yeah. So he's been having a hoot tuning with that thing. I know it um, I don't know the car uh, up and close, but I know that a lot of the tuning is a little different yeah. than what guys are used to in touring cars. So that's fun for people that have, you know, not had experience with that brand in the last couple of years. Sure. To get that car, and I know we we know that Kendall's a tinkerer, so it's like it's right up his alley. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Do he you won want... won the sedan, aiming Sorry. there
0: and. Do you want uh, dollar off-road trophy race results? When was that? Two weeks ago, or should we skip that one? Was it just two weeks ago? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, Um, hit me with it.
0: Stock buggy was Nate Jornt 1, Joey Carlson 2, Dwayne Fisher 3, and
1: 13. God, I feel like we covered that in our last. Did we? No. Because wouldn't that have been the day of our last episode? What have it been? Cause Two weeks ago?
0: I don't remember talking about sauce. I would have talked about the sauce. Did know.
1: they have sauce at that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, continue.
0: Sorry, 13.5 was Tyler Jonner, Dwayne Fisher, and Jamie Jonner. In Mini Truggy, it was just me, Ryan Smolick, and Shelby. Dude, that truck is so fun on carpet. It's. I have to
1: take your word for it.
0: I'm. I'm really curious about how it'll work on the AstroTurf. I'm kind of excited.
1: Um, I was almost half considering getting a stadium truck actually, and you're talking about the Truggy class, but it made me think of uh, the 510 has an event coming up called Stock Wars. Yes. And it's 13. they're doing uh, their spec buggy class. They've got our traditional stock buggy class. they got stock wheeler, stock stadium truck. And so the format is basically identical to the old Sub-Zero Challenge format, which was my favorite race of the year. It was a two-day event, four quals. the first day. You do some lower mains that first day to get people back home that are in the lower mains and not moving on to the A's. And you come back on Sunday and you do triple A mains. I love the format, but I currently only have one car that fits those classes. I've only got a stock buggy.
0: I only have a stock buggy too, but I'm going to go to it. Stock war sounds like a fantastic time. And I hope Minnesota, I mean, dude, if you look at the results for most off-road races, everybody has a stock buggy. So,
1: here's a thing a guy could do. A guy could get his hands on one of them FTM motors, but then somebody like you that has made the switch to J Con, I think you would have to run different tires in the spec buggy class. But someone like me that is still running positrons, I believe that is the spec tire. It is. For I haven't the spec made a buggy switch, class.
0: Like in the mains at, um, the toy box last week I was running pro
1: line. Okay. It, it, Is that cause you ran out of no silver J cons nope. or cause yeah. you were, I mean, you were on the silver J con bandwagon a month ago.
0: Yeah. At the you Hard. Know, I should, I should say you were driving that
1: two, two train the, the five they're fantastic.
0: I'd say if, um, a lot of the guys like tour at the toy box was on gold. But personally, MC felt better at the toy box, but silver at 510 feels really nice. Yeah. I talked to um, Chris Martin. So it wouldn't
1: be as, as feasible for you as it would for me, but I guess I could get my hands on one of them FTM motors so that I could run two classes.
0: Well, what I'm, I'm going to do is get a hand on one of those FTM, because that's going to be um, the sportsman class too. Um, I think he's going to separate it. I think he's going to have the FTM class, and he's going to have a sportsman class, but under the FTM rules. Sure. And I'm going to get Joey one of those motors. Right on.
1: So, um, I only got a couple more notes. So if you, if you were so inclined, you could run the spec buggy class with that car. Possible.
0: I don't know, man. It's possible if he separates it enough to where I could switch my motor
1: back and forth. I guess I guess for you it's not as big of a deal if you only race one class because you've got Joey to worry about, and sometimes he gets excited and breaks parts for you to change. Oh, and yeah. You'll have all that going on.
0: Yep, yep. Um, yeah, I have a couple more notes. <coughs> M um, Core is having a race called Minnesota Meltdown at... I don't know if it's happened yet. Nope.
1: I think it's that's coming th- up though. It. It oh. uh. I thought I had the main flyer for it, but it's not the main flyer. It's just the M Core flyer. Okay. Um, it's coming up though in the the next few weeks. It's uh, the Minnesota Carpet Oval Racers. You can find them on Facebook. They run. Um, it's carpet oval, so they have, um, 21.5 class, 17.5 class, street stock. They've got a slash modified class. They run those RG, RJ speed legends that you've yeah. seen, you know, your whole life in hobby shops. They haven't changed right. in the last 30 years. Um, the, I don't know which class is the truck class. But those things are sexy.
0: Yeah, they are. Those
1: oval trucks. For sure. Dude, Super good looking.
0: I'm bummed now that I can't find the uh, flyer for it. Oh, well. It is what it is. I found a screenshot. You know what Wish is trying to sell me now? They're trying Who's to trying s- to sell you something? Wish. Have you ever bought anything okay. off Wish? Okay, what's that? Wish is where you No,
1: get no. cheap I've Chinese stuff. Only vicariously through you. Yep, cheap Chinese stuff.
0: I get my shrink. Okay,
1: I'm I get fairly my, anti-China, so yeah. I'm going to stay off of that I wagon just, as much as I can. I can't because they basically own us, but yeah. I can try.
0: I get like shrink tube and little drill bits off of Wish. So I get targeted ads from Facebook. And there's a lot of funny stuff here or there, but now they're trying... Trying to sell me um, aluminum heads for a Chevy small block for a hundred and ninety-four dollars a pair. Uh, I don't think those would work very well.
1: Oh, lovely. So yeah.
0: Anyways, but yeah, you can find out, all the nicest stuff.
1: Yeah. In China.
0: Yeah, guys, check out the M Core Minnesota Meltdown. Um, uh, Masami is looking for work, which is weird. He put out a Facebook post. He's, uh, just, where was
1: the last place that he landed recently?
0: I think he worked. I think he did a couple little independent TV gigs or whatever, but, uh, um, he, his last job was Yokomo and Yatabi. Okay. So I, I can't believe Masami's looking for work, but he's looking for work. Um, there was a I, I don't, I forget the gentleman, gentleman's name and, and I won't know where to find it, but there was a no prep drag racing event in Las Vegas. So it's kind of made for those new associated drag racing cars, but people had their own versions, hundred bucks yep. a piece to enter. The winner took home like 3,800 bucks. So. Congrats to that guy. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, no doubt. That's a, you know, I think that'd be not the only way that would be, like, really fun, but, man, that would help.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Like, what Chris is doing with the speed run, that would be more fun if we all did it on one day.
1: Right. We we found
0: one big smooth road or parking lot, and we all went one day personally i think that'd be more fun agreed yeah um one last thing before questions so i did that tire prep like the foam roller and sander and all that stuff for the first time
1: (laughs) oh sorry sorry about that joe
0: no you're fine i want to say the sanding you know all the, I How'd did your lungs
1: it, feel afterward? How uh, do you, how do you feel your overall health will be if you are sanding tires once a week? Oh,
0: dude, we're saucing but with we're liquid wrench. Week. We're saucing with liquid wrench. I mean,
1: I cannot rebut that. <laughs> I got nothing for you. Yeah, touche.
0: We're, what we do is not, well, if we all switch to SXT Baja or if we all decided to run sticky kicks, both of those are a safe alternative. And I know like Ben Selvacool runs sticky kicks on the Truggy, but everybody runs. oh well, yeah, like, it's
1: never done me wrong in the Truggy class.
0: No. And other people run, like, I think you run the green or the, well, which one do you run?
1: I run purple, purple, and it is based solely off of smell.
0: Yeah, purple, and I think Ben runs
1: the orange, so you have options. But two-wheel so buggy... So I, I think mine is slightly more abrasive than his is then. Yep. I think the orange is just the next step down from purple, and purple is the most aggressive. Yeah,
0: but the guys winning in stock buggy are running liquid wrench. And like, Yeah,
1: that still sucks. It does. I, and in Omaha. What can we do about nothing, that? Because, I mean, nothing. that shit is nasty. There's there's people that don't come racing anymore because of liquid wrench.
0: Carpet and turf. That's the only way you kill it.
1: <laughs> yep. Oh, man, it happened again. Exactly.
0: Joe. Um, So I had the idea. Well, what if we run a medium-packed black dirt track? Well, guess what? The cars will be absolute garbage. They really will be. The cars aren't designed for that anymore. Right. It's kind of like a fantasy world. Well, remember when we all had B4s and were running up in Duluth? Yeah. Mid-motor sucks on a medium, looser track. It really does. That's why Buggy up there died.
1: You- right. Stand-up I mean- up wasn't bad. Stand, stand up mid motor wasn't bad for those conditions. Yeah, but
0: man, nothing beat a rear. They motor.
1: were they were very they were very competitive in the MNRC races.
0: Sure, sure, but I mean, nothing beat a rear motor, in my opinion. So, but yeah, that's what do you do? I I want to say that foam buster I got that does the least amount of damage to the tire. uh did the most cool yeah uh, i uh, seriously i i tested it out because i had a pair of resistors where the rubber was broken in but the foam was still rock hard i tried it with the foam rock hard got my lap times ran the tires in the in the roller 30 seconds i went reverse and 30 seconds for no it was 25 seconds reverse 25 seconds forward each tire with a little bit of pressure and it worked. It was like two times faster and
1: way easier to drive. Were were resistors kind of a bust? No. You know, we heard a lot about them when when they came on the scene a few months back and I haven't seen anything on them since.
0: Well, locally, the fast... Like Steve Nelson and before... Tony Sletton switched to j they're running resistors. You know, okay. Your Fast Proline guys are running resistors over Positrons. They were, huh? Yeah. Okay. And I like the feeling of both of them. I really do. I haven't tried them yet. Yeah. They're definitely worth a shot. Um, I, and for, for me, they are better than Silver Ellipses at the Toy Box okay but so yeah also though if you're gonna run ellipses i know this but you got to get silver dirt webs that you can only get off of the j concepts website which is kind of a pain in the ass
1: silver dirt webs for what
0: for the front of your two wheel
1: oh okay
0: yeah so that's a little bit of a pain in the ass. I don't know if that's going to be a J Concepts exclusive or if they're going to put that compound on A-Main because on A-Main. Hopefully they
1: do because you end up paying kind of a, not a lot versus what shipping actually costs, but you pay a lot in shipping versus going on A-Main and only paying two ninety nine. Yeah,
0: they've 99 for shipping. they've gotten better. I'll say that. Who, J-Con has?
1: Yeah, a
0: little better.
1: Okay. Because, um, I mean, I used to be kind of butthurt when I had to pay $10 to ship one set of tires.
0: Yeah, there's still
1: about that. But I, I remember. Yeah, so I'd still be butthurt then.
0: Right, right. I remember buying some of their you know, how they have their specials where they're, they sell their certain tires for dirt cheap. Like, you can get a pair of tires for like $5, but then you yep. got to pay $10 shipping. <laughs> right. It's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Alright. But yeah. Uh we should get into questions. It's getting late. I'm crabby and negative. But I mean I kind of have a little bit of re Oh dude, I found the Minnesota Meltdown flyer. The truck is twenty one five tour truck.
1: Sorry. So Don't th- be sorry. That's March. Now I'm 6th. thinking about that super cool carpies truck that we were all drooling about several months ago yeah
0: that's march 6th through the 8th at mmr so even if you're not gonna race it you should go check it out it's this weekend all right so let's see here jeremy oldham for questions is it spring yet and thoughts on dnc well we i i went through my thoughts on that um spring man i hope it's not a full spring do you think it's- oh we are
1: definitely in a full spring do not be fooled folks
0: god i hope not man it's snow- come on
1: it's it's the first week of march i know i know but joe if if we're actually in spring the world is in even more trouble than we already think it is.
0: I'm 37 years old, and I should know better, but, dude, I've had enough.
1: Don't get sucked in. I know. We had snow The overnight. snow's coming, and it's the worst kind. It's the wet kind. Yeah.
0: We had snow the overnight. The wet and the heavy stuff. In Elk River last night, and it was like, ugh. It melted immediately, but it's still,
1: eh. um. Rex Welch. So, no, Jeremy, and you already knew the answer to that question. Yeah. Yes, we want it to be over. It ain't over. Yeah.
0: Rex Welch is wondering, how is my speed car coming, and what is my goal? My goal is 125 miles an hour, and I got steel rear out drives for the car, and I have a one-way for the car. I just have to get my 10 scale vehicles in good working order before I can continue working on it but a one-way know, yeah front one-way what's a one-way so let's say when you put power down it's four-wheel drive but when you let off the front wheels free wheel like a two-wheel drive buggy oh okay so um let's see here Matt Wood DNC track was a disappointment, and we, I went through that. Um,
1: oh, yeah. Heavily.
0: Yeah. I'm, we have discussed. My inbox is going to be full the next
1: week. But I don't know what he was disappointed about because he wasn't there.
0: He was watching, and he was rooting for Seth. I mean, I get it.
1: Yeah, well, okay. It's a bummer that his Nitro Buggy... Race didn't go different, but did you not watch the Truggy race and get excited about that? Right, right. Come wow. on, Matt. Let's be positive. Yeah. Just kidding.
0: Dustin Granbois.
1: Sorry, go ahead. He was... No, we're good. Dustin Granby. We're.
0: Is it Granby? I thought it was Granbois. You can ask him. I'm going to
1: keep saying Granby, though.
0: Okay. I don't know. I think if you're Canadian... It's Grand Bois, but he's not Canadian, so it could be gravy. He is not.
1: Um, he's asking about fifth scale, right? Yeah, I think why, I remember this. Why
0: don't we try fifth scale around here?
1: Money. And my rebuttal to that is there are people doing fifth scale. Yeah. It's just not, quote unquote, us. There's it's not the people in. The RC Racing Group page on Facebook. It's not the people in Midwest RC. Right. There are people with more money <laughs> that are playing with fifth scale. Um,
0: Andrew Mowry is one Riemann. of those
1: people. Oh.
0: What's that? Andrew Mowry is one of those people.
1: Yeah, but I'm talking about people that are actually playing with them regularly. He did. I mean, yeah, Andrew, Andrew goes to a big race and whatnot, but.
0: I thought he did a couple big races last year.
1: I don't right know. i'm saying there's people that are out there using them on a weekly basis okay you you got to kind of hunt those folks down and where i would start with that the last kind of crew of people that i knew about was randy reeman yep. he had a hobby shop called Riemann racing in malacca minnesota
0: oh that pretty guy. decent
1: dude I, I used to like stopping by his shop Me actually too.
0: he had everything he was,
1: he was fun to he was fun to talk to, and I used to do some side work for him yep. for his, his Fox Shocks on different stuff, so I guess I'm a little biased because I used to make some money off of him, mm-hmm. but he was very much into 5th scale. I I believe he had a track either on one of his pieces of property or a friend's piece of property, he had a track but on I know the Ryman they had property. a dedicated 5th scale track.
0: Yep, he had a track on the Ryman property. Okay.
1: Okay. So that's where that was at. Um, I'd start with him. Search, search him out on Facebook, Dustin. Um, you're not a, He's not exactly anywhere near there. Dustin's out um, somewhere in North Dakota, right?
0: Yeah, like nor- northwest Minnesota, North Dakota area. But the thing sure. is, so Ryman
1: went away. Like, Yeah, his hobby shop did.
0: Yeah. I don't think he, him himself is on Facebook. I could be wrong.
1: Yeah. Um, well, right on. He still has a business. Yeah. So uh, somebody Does he still with have a, business? a phone that has... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they still have stuff going on. He doesn't have Ryman Racing, but um, they still own a body shop. I okay. know that. They still own... I believe they own a trailer court. Yep. So he's he should be accessible. Somebody with a phone that has Google on it should be able to find... And track down Randy Riemann. Yep. Um, and he might he might have his ear to the ground of of anything going on in Fit Scale. So Dustin, you're a big dude. If you like big toys and you like uh, big tire bills, give it a whirl. It looks like fun. So I, I don't have anything to say against it, other than I can't afford it.
0: They're also going to be running them down in Iowa. It's one of the Tony Bacon deals.
1: Okay, is it off road or oval? Off road for them. Off-road okay, for have them. you ever seen fifth scale dirt oval?
0: No, I've seen um, on road oval at um, Hidden Hideaway in Iceni. That's
1: quarter scale. Okay, that's quarter scale.
0: Yep, gotcha. No, I haven't seen it. Is it cool?
1: It is. I mean, I thought quarter scale was pretty damn cool when I saw it when I was a little kid right. in Iceni there. Um, Fifth scale, fifth scale's is awesome, but I'm I'm biased because I love watching dirt oval racing. Yep. So, so.
0: A, a good gauge of what it costs. So Matthew Olson from Mod Racing says to run one fifth scale properly costs the same as it is to run two one a scales properly. So, with the fifth scale, you're doubling the cost of an eighth scale.
1: So, you're somewhere between four or five grand into your rig. Yep. And
0: then another four grand to run it.
1: Yep. I wonder if they go through consumables the way that eighth scale does, or I wonder if they kind of cheat a little bit on the tire side so that they're not doing one weekend tires because their tires are expensive
0: i want to say the tires are still one weekend but i think they're figuring out stuff with the motor and clutches to where they're getting more life out of them sure so i think it's give a little here take a little there
1: yeah they're squeezing anything everything they can get out of them motors because as uh in their stock trim those things are dogs yeah they are Which is pretty true to, I mean, any ready-to-run nitro over the years. You know what I mean?
0: But the thing is, though, when you're starting out with the fifth scale, wouldn't you want it to be a dog at first to get the hang of it? I would
1: want the motor to be a dog. I wouldn't want the the servos that they, at least the ones that they used to put, in those ready-to-run fifth scales yep. were atrocious. Yeah, they were garbage. I so. don't know if they're still doing that or not. I haven't driven a, a newer fifth scale. I, I drove one about five, six years ago. So.
0: Yep, yep. Um, let's see here. Oh, this one's from Jorge Cuevas. I'm probably butchering the last name. What do you make of Mayfield threatening to punch a fellow racer in the throat if he dared ruin his race? Well,
1: I went through it. I didn't I mean, really. T- I didn't really take it as a threat. It was more of a hypothetical.
0: Yeah, he's gonna punch him in the throat, dude. The dude has no skill to
1: punch anybody
0: anywhere. But yeah, I mean, <sighs> there's I get a it. there's
1: a much more tactful way that you can express your distaste with someone than there is like you say making empty threats because that just, i don't know um do, do you think it sounded cool to him when it came out of his mouth because when i watched that and i, I actually was watching at that point and i usually don't watch the live events um i wasn't impressed He's a reactionary. That's for sure.
0: I mean, do you think he looked cool when he tossed his radio and smashed it?
1: Absolutely not. It, I understand that frustration, though. I do because too. I've tossed a radio. I broke. I broke my hand at an MNRC event. Yep. So I've got no place to talk. Back in 2006, to I, I tossed a radio. Temper.
0: I tossed a radio in 2006, and I took a long break after that.
1: I watched Shane Madrinich toss a radio one night up in uh, up in Proctor. Oh,
0: hey, I hear he's coming back
1: racing again. Awesome, but glad to hear it. That he, was a nice, nice guy. I is. like him.
0: He is, but yeah, no. Ryan Mayfield, dude, he just split the crowd. Half the people thinks he's a douchebag, and half the people are like, "Oh, he's telling it like it is." Dude.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: I mean, don't you know? I I always hate this is gonna come out wrong, and I don't know a good just way. to Just say, say it. it. Come on, spit it out. Don't threaten to punch somebody in the throat. Punch him in the fucking throat.
1: Okay, I'm gonna walk you back and just say, let's not do any of that.
0: Right, right. I'm Be- just saying because if, if that's what you're,
1: <sighs> that's it's just it's evidence though that that is like. Of all the things he picked to say, that is one of the dumbest. Because, do you know? How would hard you punch it is someone to... in the throat? I wouldn't. It's so hard to punch I don't somebody wanna, in the throat. I don't want to kill somebody.
0: You wouldn't. Kill. I don't
1: want to crush. I don't want to crush their larynx and watch somebody suffocate right in front of me because I didn't know what I was doing.
0: You wouldn't do any of that. Well, what would happen was you'd throw a shitty overhand, you'd whiff, and you'd miss.
1: That's what okay. Well, some drunk retards have gotten lucky and accidentally killed people oh, and yeah. they didn't know how to throw a punch either so no, you're what right. my, the basis the point that i'm trying to make is let's just not throw punches at at least at somebody's upper body if you want to throw one fucking punch them in the nuts yeah.
0: you know I, you know what I, I mean yeah i always have a power double leg if, I, if things ever come to blows if i if you just take somebody down and control them there's really nothing bad there <laughs>
1: But, I just, I don't, no, I don't think, a, at least in the RC world, that anybody needs to come to fisticuffs. Right, right,
0: you're, you're right. I, 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 I'm tired, and I explain myself wrong. I hate it when people talk about violence.
1: I know. I get what you meant. You didn't actually mean that you want him to punch him right. in the throat. You want him to shut up and not even mention it.
0: Mention it cuz there's say no I'm punch him in the throat. Cuz there's no
1: planet there is no planet where Ryan Mayfield's going to punch that dude in the throat at an RC race. Yeah. Maybe he's an angry guy with, with that has violence in him outside of the public eye. It's I not- I don't think he's an idiot. So no, but he I don't say- think he's going to do that at the biggest RC race.
0: But he could Love say, "Hey, this asshole really pissed me off, and we're gonna have
1: words." Or, uh, that's even
0: weak. There, yep. There's a better way to do it.
1: That wouldn't—I don't—I wouldn't even say that. That's all that bad. No, but, that's yeah, not if bad. You, if you call him out, you call him out. But you also, I think, you do need to have a conversation face to face, and you need to go up to that dude. And if if you're so inclined, say, "Hey, that was fucking bullshit," and this is why.
0: Right, right,
1: right. You're right. Um, and the next time that I'm coming around to lap you, and this is all hypothetical that we're doing too, because Baruffolo didn't even do anything to him that race. No. It was just a hypothetical. Yeah. He he was coming around to lap him, and but Baruffolo had really good speed. Yep. You know he probably just made too many mistakes, but based on speed, he didn't need to be getting lapped. So it was you know it was dangerous territory for Mayfield at that time. Sure. Yeah. But the guy didn't even do anything. No. Why, why say you're going to punch him in the throat when for the the first time in a long time you went to go around him and you didn't have any problems with him? Why would you not just let that go? Mm. Not say anything at all?
0: It's, I don't know. I just don't know, man. You know what I mean?
1: I, I get it. I don't know. Why start something where there is nothing?
0: I don't know. I, I have theories I that are totally uneducated, tired, and poorly thought out. That I'm just not going to express here. That would just n- Nah.
1: <laughs> yeah, for me, for me, I just I really don't want to promote violence in the RC arena. Right.
2: I love I, violence. I
1: don't ever. I don't ever want to see. Somebody knocking somebody out, like uh, where the hell was that race? Where that dude oh, just walked over and on the driver's it. stand and yeah. cold cocked that dude?
0: That that made it to live leak. Ugh. <laughs> no, I I love violence, but in a controlled setting where both party yep. parties are willing participants. Yep. But anyways, enough about Matt. Um, Kurt Roberts. Talk about the pros and cons on the Mini Truggy. If someone was looking to buy a ET410, X-Ray, VT64, or Hobby Pro. Well, I can speak on the VT64. It's wonderful on clay and carpet. And we're wor- working through some bugs on looser dirt. The Techno definitely has the VT64 beat on dirt pretty equal on the clay but I think it's lacking on the
1: carpet. Um, I'd say it also has it beat on price.
0: Right, cuz you with the VT64 you have to buy the vehicle in a conversion.
1: Yep, if you're an aggressive driver and you like aggressive steering, I'd say the VT64 is the way to go, but I'll add a caveat. Okay. I don't know how good the Techno can be. Because I worked on it a little bit, I got it pretty drivable for me, yep. and I left it. Right. There are other people in the state that have got theirs, I'll say it in air quotes, better than mine, Yeah. at the things that you like, that Joe likes in sure. a car.
2: Right, right. That is that, true. That,
1: so it is, it is possible to achieve that stuff. I'm just, if, if the vehicle's good enough... I'm I'm good enough. You know, I just, I'm still going to crash at least once or twice in a main event. Therefore, I don't care if my vehicle is lights out faster than everybody else's.
0: Yep. Um, The x-ray, Randy Anger took a podium with it, but he says it's very fragile.
1: Well, that is not a good thing. In a truggy, because there's a lot of energy when you start flipping right. those things.
0: Oh yeah! Uh, once you start cartwheeling, a man, they're gone.
1: Yep. The yeah, hot- you. It's uh, you can't drive it like an eighth scale truggy. Yeah. You you have to respect it. You you have to make it to the finish line. And we've seen plenty of people get wild with theirs and they don't finish the main event.
0: Yeah. Sometimes that's me. <laughs>
1: Um <laughs> yep.
0: the Hobby Pro I'm guessing he means the PR. The PR the only good one I've seen was at the Toy Box this Saturday. He dude took a podium with it. His first time Was that Was I, that Roberts? No. Okay. Um got he, he his dad runs at Southern um Southern Minnesota RC deal down in Albert Lee.
1: Well, I'll go through the A main for you. Uh, ben Savakul took the win yep. at the Toy Box. Nesbit, Drew, Dockin, Drew finished third. It was Drew. Okay. So you finished fourth, by the way. Yeah,
0: I. So I picked the wrong tires. I've been. I didn't have any good Proline clay tires, and again, that track for me, anyways, likes a Proline rubber better. So I put on my old Proline MC sl- like ghosted positrons. Super good forward traction and zero side bite. It wasn't a good good call. <laughs> <laughs> but I still managed a fourth. Right on. Um let's see. Here's a good one that I can really help with. Uh Jason Schnard's wondering when you calibrate your ESC do you set your throttle EPA at 150 on your M12? No. Is what I say to that. I don't know if you know this Ryan.
1: Well, I, I don't have an expert opinion. I just it's been forever since I ever set something over 100.
0: Yep. Well, a lot of radios can go to 120 to 150.
1: Right, I just, yeah. yeah, I haven't put mine there Well, in a long, long time.
0: What it does is, so back when I had the M12, I used to set it at 150, and I'd set my ESC to that, and I would get full throttle and full brake, and I, I would adjust from there. But it made everything have a very, very strange curve. Does that make sense? Yeah. It wasn't very it wasn't as linear as it should have been. It was kinda like ramped up. It it felt it felt wrong. And then you yep. put it you put it at a hundred percent and then you set your ESC from there. You still had full throttle. It was a nice linear, smooth curve, and it was better. So set it at 100%. Um, let's see here. Chris Martin, how long will it take Joe to stop crying after I beat him in the speed run?
1: Uh, we're talking in hypotheticals here, Chris. That's another empty threat.
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Next, he's going to punch me in the throat. No, i just kidding. <laughs> no, I can't wait for this speedrun thing. I think it's going to bring a lot, of, a lot of fun competition to Minnesota.
1: I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities for you guys to get together on your Facebook page, which I am not going to join, by the way, because I'm not going to build a speedrun car. Right I do on. appreciate the invitation. But um, it wouldn't be that hard for you guys to get together and do a one-off day.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, let's say let's say we do our runs, but let's say we do a separate speed run deal. Exactly. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: and then instead definitely of definitely doesn't have to be a hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, twenty. Um, Nick Lovato thoughts on a Saturday Sunday Minnesota champs race, and what he means by this is the. Uh, The past few years, the entries have been so high, we've ran a qualifying seating-style round on a Friday night. I don't know. I mean, Nick, you guys are hiring me. I'll do whatever. I know that So the car show is Saturday and Sunday, and it is not on Friday. And they need to fill the day for Saturday. So if there's not, if we run a round on Friday and there's not enough to fill it for Saturday, I think we should move that round to Saturday, fill the car show up, make the promoters happy. Dude, I, I swear the RC Racers are the only thing there that make the promoters happy year after year, and I think we should keep that streak going just to have racers going and, you know, have a lot of fun. Have a lot of Euro truck fun. That class is growing massively. I, I love watching them. I can say that much. I don't know if I'd love to drive one, but I do love to watch them. <laughs> I, I heard they, they are, they do look awesome, but they drive like total garbage.
1: But that's, I could only imagine that.
0: That's what people love about them. Yep. So. I don't know, man. It's getting late. I'm out of questions and out of talent. How about you? Samey. Samezies. And again, go to Donathan Racing and check out. Type in talent to receive 10% off of all orders, $25 or more. All right, Ryan, we'll talk to you later.
2: Thanks, Joe.